Hello and welcome boys and girls to this new chapter of the Ramayan retold for children on Once Upon a Time with Uttara. In today's chapter, we will learn about the secret of Ravan's immortality and what Ram did to overcome it. Hello everybody, it's me Ayan. What do you mean by immortality, mama? Immortality means the ability to live forever and ever and ever without dying, Ayan. For example, gods are immortal because they exist forever. So when Ravan had prayed and done penance to Lord Brahma, he had prayed for a special boon to grant him immortality. Oh, so Ravan was immortal. Is that why Ram could not kill him even after cutting off his head? Hmm, that was the question. Let me explain to you, Ayan. Ravan had prayed for immortality, but Lord Brahma had not granted him complete immortality. He said only gods were supposed to be immortal and Ravan was a Rakshas. Thank goodness! that he had not granted Ravan immortality because after getting his boons, he had anyway managed to conquer all the three worlds, including heaven, against Lord Indra, the king of the gods. So, while he was not completely immortal, Ravan still had the nectar of immortality hidden in his navel or his stomach. This made him almost immortal and was the reason why his head and his limbs could grow back even after being cut off by Ram again and again. This was the reason that in spite of Ram's repeated attempts, he was not able to kill Ravan. So is this what Vibhishan told Ram? That means, Ram had to hit his navel where the nectar of immortality was hidden. That is absolutely correct, Ayan. And not only that, he could not aim at Ravan's navel with just any arrow. He had to aim at his navel only with the Brahmastra. Now, the Brahmastra was part of the weapons which had been sent down by Lord Indra. Ram's own Brahmastra, if you remember, had already been used at the beginning of the battle to fight and defeat Kumbhakarna. So it was indeed extremely lucky that Lord Indra sent his own arsenal of weapons for Ram to use. So finally, after getting to know of this, Ram picked up the Brahmastra and uttered a prayer to Lord Brahma. Ram let the arrow fly and it struck the mighty Ravan in his navel. As soon as this powerful weapon hit Ravan, his immortality-like powers were destroyed. After that, Ram attacked him with many more powerful weapons and the demon king finally started getting hurt and finally started losing the fight. 
after a very long struggle, Ram emerged victorious and Ravan was left lying on the battlefield. Oh, so now was Ravan finally dead? That was a terrible fight for sure. Oh yes, it was a terrible fight. But no, Ravan was not yet dead. Ram knew that Ravan was a wise and learned ruler who had ruled over Lanka extremely well. Besides, Ravan was a learned Brahmin as well. Hence, he decided to spend the last few hours of Ravan's life with him trying to learn from the older ruler whatever he could about running a kingdom wisely and well. In fact, both Ram and Lakshman sat near Ravan while trying to learn valuable lessons from him. Even the demon king himself was humbled and honoured at this and he was happy to speak to the two young princes on his deathbed. Finally, after Ravan had passed away, Ram blessed him, saying that he had fought bravely and with a great deal of honour and would be able to enter heaven for all the good deeds that he had done in his life. Vibhishan was really relieved on hearing this because he felt very guilty for telling Ram the secret to Ravan's death. If it had not been for him, perhaps the mighty warrior would not have lost the fight. But Vibhishan was also sure that this had been the right thing to do and therefore he had no choice but to help Ram. With all the fighting finally over, Matali left with Indra's celestial chariot and went back to heaven. Ram thanked all the gods for their blessings and their help in winning this entire war. He also thanked Sugriv and the entire Vanar Sena for supporting him and helping him win this long and difficult fight. Finally, with Ravan dead, Ram crowned Vibhishan, the king of Lanka and the kingdom, looked forward to returning to times of peace. All that needed to be done now was to find Sita and bring her out of the Ashokvatika and go back home to Ayodhya. Oh wow, so is this finally the end mama? They all went back to Ayodhya and lived happily. Well, almost Ayan. There is just one more incident that happened before they went back to Ayodhya. Before Sita went back to meet Ram, Mandodari, Ravan's oldest wife and Meghnath's mother, cursed Sita and said that she would face many sorrows, just as Mandodari had faced so many sorrows in her life because of Sita. Oh no, what troubles were these now? Hadn't she had enough sorrows already? I agree with you there, Ayan. I also think that Sita had already been through enough. But there was one final trial still awaiting her. We will hear about this in the next chapter of this beautiful story. For now, the war was at an end and it was time for some peace on both sides. I hope you are all enjoying the story, children. 
we will come back with the next part of this tale next time and we hope to see you then bye bye